Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and this week, joining me back in the monkey house is host of the Jammy Jammy Jam Show, which is all about conserves and spreads. He's our <laughs> second banana. It's Evan Munro-Smith. Hey, what a pleasure it is to be back. It's so good to have you back. Uh, this is our first episode in months. Yeah. Um, and your first episode since October last year. It's hard to fathom. It is. I'm trying, but I can't. Can't get my head around it. <laughs> but you've still been working on on the jamming show. Yeah, we've actually just started a new season. It sounds like we've t- t- timed this perfectly, but we haven't. Um, we are about to talk about a, a, a video game movie yeah. as well. Yes, we are. I'm excited for that. So yeah, you, you've just how many episodes back are you? We've just we've done we've done two two back. My brain is a sieve. I don't even know. Yeah. Maybe you want <laughs> to explain done, what the show actually is. Is it about jam? I forget. No, it's about games, video, okay. the video variety. Well, Jammy um, Jammy Jam's a funny name for it then. Yeah. Yeah, it is a, it's a weird name. I should have gone with something more sensible. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of confused YouTube commenters. Yeah, like game, like it's about gaming. Why wouldn't you call it gamey, gamey game? Mm, that no. would make a lot more sense. You're right. It was a, a gif, gif situation. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, no, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a comedy chat show about games. It's a lot of fun. Um, and the last couple of episodes we've just done back are uh, they're bangers. And they're, we're about to have another banger one, I'm sure, this week. So Yeah. You, would you have me back on? Yeah, of course. Okay. You were on the, I think you were on the last episode of the last season, maybe. Yeah. Or and I haven't been on up? since. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Evan, yeah. you were once asked what your favourite primate was and you answered the human, in particular Andy from Toy Story. Yes. Any movement on that? Well, I mean, that was a very long time ago and we've all changed yes. as people since then. But, uh, no, I remain steadfast. I, I don't think I've seen anything in the interim that would change my mind. Okay. You've, you've seen no... No fantastical monkeys or apes I've or seen, cutie I've pies. Seen, I've seen plenty, but not enough to. Right. I mean, it's not like you're saying non humans are awful. You're just no, saying they're not quite no, up to the you level. You have to rate, like, you have, yeah. you know, if you have to name a, a best one. Um, 
I mean, science has already done it, sort of, haven't they, with the great apes, of which the humans yeah. are one. I think nature has already done it. I mean, look at us. Okay. We're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think we've got, you think spread is the the best? That's So enzymes, a, stuff like that. It's, what? I mean, enzymes, of course, aren't, um, aren't primates, but. No. Are they, you know, say something like some sort of microscopic bug that is, lives on everything? Is that the kind of thing you might? Well, I mean, if it's if it's dominant, then it's yeah. you know obviously has some sort of advantage naturally. Okay, all right. Well, you don't have apes going to zoos to look at humans. Oh, well, sometimes <laughs> I feel like when I go to a zoo, I feel like maybe I'm the one in the cage and they're looking at me. <laughs> nah, we have fun here, which is uh, what the show's all about. But this week we're going to be talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm. Now, you got a message from me a couple of days ago when I was in the cinema watching this film <laughs> and I noticed that there were some apes in it. Yes. Uh, this was during the film, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, very famous okay. apes. Uh, Donkey Kong, one of my favourites. That was the game I loved playing on the Super Nintendo when I was butter boy. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Yep. We got it when I think the Nintendo 64 was out. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. We, my parents went through the bargain bin at Big W. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was even a garbage bin. Because <laughs> when the 64 came out, those Super Nintendos were trash. Yeah. Uh, but I still have the fondest memories. Battletoads, of course, being a favourite. Mm-hmm. Nigel Mansell Racing, SimCity. But the favourite, of course, was Donkey Kong Country. And uh, Donkey Kong features in this with his family. Cranky Kong's there. Yeah. yeah Diddy Kong makes a little appearance. Yeah, because he's little. I guess so, yeah. I think yeah, Donkey Kong is the biggest one and he has the biggest appearance. So, yeah, maybe yeah. you're right there. <laughs> They've just done it by sides. Um, we, had a, we, we actually had a Nintendo 64, I'm sorry to say. Mm. Um, well, you, you grew up on the <laughs> on the fancy side of Nepean Highway, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, was our, that was our first games console, actually. That was our introduction to it. Um, and so my I, I know the Kongs through... Um, through Super Smash Brothers. Ah, right. Which feels a bit like this in a way because it's such a mush of of things. Um, you can, you know, you can play Mario, you can play Luigi, you can play Donkey Kong, you can play Bowser, you can, you know. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, that it would be still my favourite um, video game franchise, the Mario world, which yeah. is, I think, would be like, it's the most vanilla answer probably, but. It's a fun world and there's like there's so much to it and and this film is such a like it it encapsulates that so well. I mean t- to a fault really, but they like they really do cram in like every single reference yes, or whatever. Every game like, seems to be represented. Back yeah. to even, you know, the original Jumpman. Yeah. There's a few good references to that, even like visually the scene where we are introduced to Donkey Kong. Yeah. Is a, is basically a direct reference to that early arcade game, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking they were going to fully do it where Mario had to jump up and get to Donkey Kong throwing barrels, but it was more just like a, it's more like an a arena. fist fight type yeah, thing. Yeah, it was a bit more Smash Brothers style. Yeah. Um, um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves, are we? Or did- I guess so. Yeah, but, you know, there were references to, um, you know, the Mario Kart, which is probably yeah. maybe one of the more famous versions, but even way back to the, the original Nintendo version of Super Mario Brothers. With the there was a few scenes where they're running left to right in a two D kind of way, which is fun. Yeah, People have fun. shat on this film a lot. 
So yeah, I, I went I, to see it a long time after it came out when I'd already been told it's not very good. Yeah. And I watched it. I'm like, this is, I don't know what people were expecting. This yeah. is exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah, totally. I, um, I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It's not a great film. No. But like it's enjoyable. It's a kid's film. It's one thing after another. There's not really a, there's barely a Looks story. Looks cool. It's yeah. just like, it's just, it's just one scene to another. It's, you know, just they've gone, how do we work all these elements in? <laughs> yeah. And they drew a thread across them. Yeah. There's almost no like gaps. It's just like, anyway, it's, and I, you know, I, I was entertained. Yeah. <laughs> I think it looks cool. It's a great, I think they did really well on the art. Um, the animation and stuff looks great. I think the cast is good too. People, you know, um, weren't happy. You know, there's a lot of controversy around Chris Pratt, you know, as Mario. I thought he did fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine as Um, well. I don't really understand. I don't know that there is something about jobs being taken away from real voice actors. mm. But I don't know. He's a voice actor. He's, (laughs) you know, he he can't do many voices, but. He went, I mean, you know, arguably the original, you could have just gotten the original voice actor for Mario. But I mean, yeah, I wonder why they must have had a discussion about d- sticking with the voice the whole way through. They sort of faked it out at the start of the film. Yeah, we saw an ad for the Super Mario Brothers plumbing service, yes. and in it they're doing the broken English, Italian sort of yeah, it's a me sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they revealed that that was just them putting it on for the ad. Yeah, which I think is I I don't know. I think it's a fine way to deal with it. Yeah, I thought it was fine too. It would have yeah. been pretty full on for it to be the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I guess, do you want to go through, I've, I've just pulled up the the uh, wikipedia.org Yeah, I've just pulled up the Wikipedia. Summary. I can't help but notice budget 100 million, box office 1.255 wow. <laughs> I didn't realise it was that successful. Ooh, mama. Yeah, so I feel like <laughs> it's funny for a, a movie that has been kind of canned. But I think it's funny when adults shit on kids' movies. Yeah, it is a kids' film. And, you know, like, don't go around crapping on the Minions. Yeah, like, but that's because there's no nostalgia locked into the Minions. Yeah. Where it's like the kids of today or the kids of 15 years ago, when they do a new Minions in 2035, they're <laughs> going to be like, oh, they've lost the essence of what Minions <laughs> is really about. <laughs> that's how ridiculous it is, I yeah, think. yeah. It's a pretty silly thing to begin with. Because they clearly, they've put to get this together. It's clearly people who know and love the world. Mm. But like you were saying before, almost to a fault. Like it's like. Yeah, there was stuff in there that I'm just like, you could have left the the whole Mario Kart thing. You could have left that for the second film. Like they're going to make more. Obviously, they're going to make more. And I don't know if they've. I think 1.255 billion suggests (laughs) they might make a couple more. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they've left, left themselves many places. No, I'm sure there's, there'd be so much. But they, they could have um, pared it down a bit with all the references and stuff and saved some for, for the next They one. really, like, he wore Mario at different stages, wore all the different suits, the cat suit, yeah. the raccoon suit. Like, I, was, I feel like they did use nearly everything possible. They wrote a list out <laughs> yeah. and they used them all. <laughs> Every different brick that you hit. You know, the fire, flower, the ice flower, which I don't even remember. Yeah. But I guess that's a thing. I don't really. I mean, I say it's big. my favourite game, gaming world. I don't really game, so. Yeah, right. It's just a nostalgia thing for me as well. Yeah. But it's funny because I've got the same nostalgia thing, but I'm not, um, 
I'm not. I guess I don't know the law that well to be. What What were people upset about? We. What do you mean with the movie in general? I just people who were saying it's no good. Is that just classic internet? I'm just focusing I, on. Yeah, I think it was a few just people. Classic internet. Um, I mean, there were there was some just discourse around the. A lot of it was around the cast. Um, and it is very. Man heavy, but I yeah. guess that the, the world is very man heavy, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and it, and was someone else I saw that they they did, they thought it was a bit weird that the cast is like 90% old men and the one main woman in it is a 20-something-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's, yeah, I don't know. But a few weird decisions there. Seth Rogen, it seemed like Seth Rogen was maybe phoning it in a bit. Um, yeah. He, criticism around that. Yeah, okay. I, I. Now that you've said that, I, I buy that. But all of that, it, all of that is not even um, the the film. It's just around the film, yeah. you know. I, the film is, yeah, I don't know. It all depends on expectations, right? I think. I mean, there was a lot of positive press when it did when it first came out because I think people did expect it to be kind of just garbage. So there was some positive response there for, to the actual film. Um, so I. And, but, yeah, and then talking to people, it was, I don't know, it, it was definitely a mixed response, but it, but it's all about expectations, right? It's a kid's film. It's Mario. I thought it looked cool. It's not a great piece of cinema, really, but. Um, yeah, it's just a fun kid's movie. <laughs> uh, well, this this probably says it all on the ta- tomatometer, mm. the splatometer, as we call it here in the monkey house, I think. <laughs> It's funny. It's hard to remember the monkey house law when we <laughs> make these so sporadically. But uh, the tomatometer or the splatometer gave it 59%, whereas the audience score is 96%. Right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That, it's so funny when that happens. There's just this massive disparity between film critics and the audience. I mean, like, again, one point, what, 1.255 billion? Like, yeah, it's a crowd pleaser. Exactly. It's a popcorn yeah. movie. They want it to be, they want the Mario Brothers movie to be <laughs> art. I guess it'd be great if it could. Yeah. If you can do both. I suppose. This is the critical consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. While it's nowhere near as thrilling as Turtle tipping your way to 128 lives, the Super Mario Brothers movie is a colourful, albeit thinly plotted animated adventure that has about as many Nintendos as <laughs> Nintendos. <laughs> Nintendos? Nintendos? Doesn't quite work no. unless it's just written down. Uh, but that feels about right. Yeah. I think that, that sums up well. And that's the negative consensus, really. <laughs> right. But I think that feels like, to me, that's like a 70%. Yeah. Not a 59%. Yeah. Just a bit of fun. Yeah. Well, should I, uh, do you want to read through the, the plot synopsis on, on Wikipedia? Yeah. Uh, so we have Italian-American brothers Mario and Luigi have recently started a plumbing business in Brooklyn. Um, I've been to Brooklyn. It's nice. Yeah. Can't Where comment the, on the plumbing. but The Nets have a basketball team there. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe a, I don't know much more about it. <laughs> Is it the hipster part of New York? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, it's very hipster. I felt, felt at home in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, right. You are a classic hipster. <laughs> yeah. If I think if I moved to New York, that would be where I'd go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And um, and I imagine it's also somewhere that's super expensive. Oh, of course it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we visited Vice and uh, I guess they're not um, going so well. Anyway. Since you got there. Well, yeah, there was a fair bit of lag time there. I mean, okay. I went there in um, 2016. Causation doesn't 
Trump had just been voted in. Correlation. But I think maybe in this case, you right. brought down that media yeah, right. empire. Yeah. Are they, have they Over gone? a six-year period. They've, they went into administration. Oh, what does that mean for the SBS Vice channel? Well, um, they I don't think they've said anything specifically yet, but probably it will be re, rebranded. That's a, that's a free-to-air channel in... Australia. Yeah, we have SBS Viceland. Viceland, that's right. Yeah, which I think is other countries maybe also have that as a channel. Right. I think it's as a licensing deal. but um, And then they license a bunch of international Vice content, which obviously won't be won't exist anymore. And so it, I imagine they'll just rename it back to SBS2 or something. Anyway, look, that's a bit of a tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they've, they've started a plumbing business in Brooklyn to the derision of their ex-employer Spike and the disapproval of their father. Oh, there's a lot of family drama in this. Yeah, there, there's a real. F- they're all mustachioed <laughs> as well. They're all different versions of yeah. Mario. I think one of them felt like it was Jumpman, the original Mario. Yeah, maybe. I think he was one of the uh, the uncles or the dads or something might have been like dressed like the old school Mario. I liked the 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 opening with them just doing plumbing. You don't see Mario doing much plumbing. Yeah, that's right. He, <laughs> I guess apart from the pipes in the game. It doesn't even make that much sense that he's a but plumber. he's just travelling through, through the pipes, the pipes which even, plumbers rarely do. Them. He's not He really doesn't do much with water, which is usually what... Yeah, and when he is, he's just swimming in it, yep. which I don't think plumbers tend to do. Well, you'd hope not. <laughs> um, after, but, yeah, well, that's right. It was it, fun to see him plumb. Geez, yeah. things went awry, though, didn't they? But, yeah. That dog. He went in with a lot of confidence, but, yeah, it was really the dog that fucked up that uh, little uh, scene there. Was Spike an invention for this film? Um, an employee? I'm trying employee? to remember the, the very start. I'm not sure what... Um, so, well, the way we see Spike is Spike is the, uh, they watch the ad or we all watch the ad and then uh, it's on at a diner and Spike's there and he says, I can't believe you left. You quit my business to do this. You're going to fail sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. Foreman Spike, occasionally referred to simply as Spike, is the foreman of the demolition site where Mario and Luigi work in Wrecking Crew. Ah. So he is from one of the original. Yeah, that's the, funny. the second game. Oh, Jesus. Um, I was going to say, there's no way they're just making up a character based on how much they've squeezed Yeah, in. no, yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay, this is a game from 1985. I'm not familiar with it. It's for the, the NES. Yeah, wow. So it's a deep cut. Classic, classic Mario. Um, I'm having my second coffee. I feel like I'm talking faster than normal. Do you think that's right? You might be, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm also excited to talk about this film. Great. So, yeah, we have this whole scene where everything goes wrong. They've got their first job at this fancy apartment to fix a leaking tap. Yeah. But the dog there takes a disliking to them and ends, they end up uh, creating havoc. Yep. Uh, but they then go, they see a, there's a big water leak on the news and yep. they, go to under, uh, they go down to fix it but are sucked into a warp pipe. And separated into two different worlds. Mario into the Mushroom Kingdom, where Princess Peach rules, and Luigi in the Darklands, which is uh, Bowser's territory. Mm. The big boss. Yes. But, I mean, we've skipped over the bit about the penguins. We start by seeing Bowser destroying the penguin world. I wasn't familiar with them, but they're from somewhere as well, I guess. Um, Yeah, look, I suppose so. Realising how much Mario don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they set up that Bowser's a bad guy doing bad things. 
Um, I guess you got to do that with the villain. Bit of fun with the the penguins uh, going. You're in for it now, and then we're sort of just having a bit of an inept attack on them with snowballs. Yeah, they're really no match for for Bowser. Yeah, Bowser's got powers. Um, he uh, yeah, they need, they need some help. Mm. But 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 where are they going to get it from? Mm. Wonder. <laughs> um, so yeah, Bowser ultimately wants to take over the old uh, the old mushroom kingdom. Um, wants to marry Peach. Yeah, that was a bit of a twist. Um, and then and then rule over both lands, I suppose. It's always funny in these worlds, like you know, Peach is a human. Yes. we think, or she doesn't know for sure. Um, and she even says so. She's like, I, I could be from anywhere. Yeah, the universe yeah. is the universe is infinite. As far as she, all she remembers is being is living in the the mushroom kingdom. Yeah, she remembers arriving there through a pipe. Yep. As a baby. So Mario reckons. And then the mushrooms are the toads, um, bring her up as their own and then she becomes their princess. But yeah. to Bowser, she's just a, another creature. Um, yeah. It'd be like you wanting to marry a lizard. Yep. I which, mean, of course, you've, that was a phase for you. <laughs> you got through it. <laughs> for Bowser, though, he seems really hung up on it. Yeah, I'm not sure quite, quite, I mean... You know, maybe he's attracted to power. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a marriage of convenience. Well, I don't know. It Combining co- two kingdoms. Uh, it, well, yeah. Because um, he could, I mean, he clearly can just smash his way through, right? I, maybe it's just his soft, the, he's got a soft spot and he doesn't, he doesn't want to kill everything. Yeah, He wants to right. marry them. or He's just going about it in a bit of a toxic way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely definitely putting her in a difficult position. Mm. Um, so, um, but the threat is there that he is going to destroy. If she says no, he's going to destroy the Mushroom Kingdom and probably everywhere else. Yep. So they decide that they need to make an alliance with the what is it, what is it called? The Kong world, the Kongs. Yes. So, so Murray, Murray is looking for. They're, they're trying to get back together again. Um, and, and yeah, Mario joins up with Peach to go defeat Bowser, but they, yeah, they, they realize they need help. Um, and yeah, so the, so that this is where we see, um, Donkey Kong, Cranky Kong, all the other Kongs in the jungle kingdom. Yeah. Diddy Kong very briefly in uh-huh. the audience. Yep. Uh, uh, Donkey Kong wearing his famous red tie, always sharply dressed Donkey Kong. Yeah. Voiced by Seth Rogan. Yes, phoning it in. <laughs> the best character in the film and he's phoning it in. <sighs> oh, I thought it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun as well. But, um, but this was fun because we, you know, they, the, so they, I mean, they struck this odd deal where, where King Cranky Kong um, says he'll he'll help them, but only if Mario defeats Donkey Kong. I think it's this classic th- uh, hubris thing where he's like, oh, there's no way he's going to beat yeah. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's the, the best. He's, he's buff. He's... Yeah, he's a good good fighter. And there's all, but it's also like this is a bit of a movie cliche. It's like, why would you even do this fight? I've been watching Gotham, mm. and they did that in the last episode I saw as well. All right, we can't come to an agreement here. One of ours fights one of yours in the ring. <laughs> so well, I think every other episode you've just sort of shot each other until yeah. one of you survives. <laughs> why are you why are you making it so convoluted? Yeah, yeah. But it's like that here. They clearly don't have to do it. Yeah. It's like, what's they don't it want to do it. They don't want to do it. Just, Just say, say no. no. <laughs> <laughs> why are you making this? Why are you making this battle? 
Uh, it's, they, do it, they want a bit of entertainment. It's a bit far-fetched, to be honest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's basically in a big coliseum, but it, it kind of looks like a 3D version of the original Jumpman Donkey Kong arcade game. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, during that, uh, I think Mario finds one of the question mark things, headbutts it, and he gets the cat suit. And he gets back in the fight and he ends up yeah. beating Donkey Kong. It looks like he was going to lose for, for a while, while there. He was yeah. getting his butt whooped. Oh, yeah. Um, As it should. I mean, Donkey Kong, come on. Yeah. They it's- called Donkey Kong a monkey quite a few times in this film. Never is corrected <laughs> by Donkey Kong or anyone else. And he said a few, like there was one time where it sounded like he took umbrage, but he took umbrage to not hmm. the monkey word, but to something else. Hmm. Do you think he knows what he is? I'm wondering if he maybe doesn't. Which is sad. Yeah. He's a great ape. Maybe the greatest ape. <gasps> Where do you rank him against Andy? He can talk. He's strong. Uh, he can walk. He can drive a car. He can throw barrels. He's yeah. got to be up there. You're right. He's, he can wear he's, a tie. He's. <laughs> I've never seen Andy from Toy Story do that. It's interesting. I wonder if Andy wears a tie when he goes to college. I think he could. Hmm. I reckon he could pull off a tie. Yeah, but can he put one on? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Um, So now they've, because of this weird fight, the Kongs are now on side with Mario and the Toads and they all jump in their carts. This is where they squeeze in the Mario Kart section, (laughs) including them designing their carts. Mm. Yeah, that was a fun fun little thing. Um, um, and then what? What's that track they raced on? You know, they're racing oh, on Rainbow, Rainbow Road. Yeah. yeah, yep. The most famous of the the Mario Kart tracks. Um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, that was a pretty fun sequence. It yeah. doesn't really make sense. It's just it is just like it's just all these things sort of weirdly threaded together. Um, but you know, I guess they had to do Mario Kart, so that that's, that's great. It's a good, cool looking sequence. Um, they get knocked down by the blue shelled Cooper general. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, Mario and Donkey Kong get knocked down into the ocean. I was thinking there they would do that classic underwater s- level from um, the old Mario Brothers. Yeah. We do get a lot of the great jingles. Played there was a lot of great, yeah, yeah. With a bit of modern like music as well, which I've heard some nostalgic. people. Not I, like? di- I didn't like that. Yeah, okay. I've heard yeah. a few people say that. That was one of the things afterwards. I was like, why Why put in – it just seemed like they, they were the, – the tracks that they picked were, I don't know, kind of overplayed. They were all overplayed stuff, songs, right? Yeah. It was, I can't remember exactly what was there, but um, – But they did they, – they felt often era appropriate, like, uh, you know, 80s, 80s tracks and – yeah. That's I guess what I assume they were sort of going for. We've seen a bit of that in like Guardians of the Galaxy mm. and, and there's, there's been a bunch of sort of homage to the 80s sort of things. And yes. It's just, I don't know. There's, yeah, they've got so, so many great music. jingles as well. Yeah, yeah. And and so much to sort of pull from and riff from for original stuff as well. It just didn't didn't seem like. Could he use more Jack Black music? Yeah. The stuff he did he was got awesome. Jack Black, he's right there. Yeah. The song about Peach was good. The Yeah. I mean, that's a bit of fun. Bit um, of fun. So, yeah, so they fall into the ocean. Yes. Everyone else, all the toads and other uh, Kongs get taken by the clouds because they've fallen off the track. Yes. And they're taken uh, to the to a dungeon hang in these hanging cages. Yep. In uh, Cooper's Castle. Yep. 
Um, what was the little thing that that, that was so um, bleak? Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't know that one either. So there's this really cute sort of it was almost like a raindrop, and yeah. it spoke with a like very cutesy voice, but everything it said was nihilistic. Yeah, if I'm um, using that word correctly, which I almost definitely am not. I didn't remember that one either, but that's obviously from a, another game. And that was sort of fun. So a character from Super Mario Galaxy, Lumily. Right. Mario and Donkey Kong in the in the water, they get eaten by a big moray. And, uh, yeah, they think they're gone is basically slowly to get digested. But luckily they find Donkey Kong's final rocket from his cart and they end up shooting uh, themselves out of that all the way back to Bowser's castle where Bowser, uh, Peach has now said she will marry Bowser because he said otherwise he was going to kill all the toads. Yeah. I mean, what is she to do? Yeah, she was- It's an caught, impossible situation. Caught in a tight spot there. Um, and then, so Mario and Bowser, uh, Mario and Kong fly in on the rocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and along the way, uh, he, he becomes like a raccoon and all sorts of things as well. <laughs> uh, and- Princess gets the ice flower and just starts freezing everyone uh-huh. to save the day. <laughs> just, just trying to remember this now. I saw it like two weeks ago and I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, why don't I just read uh, the final paragraph here from yeah. the, um, the wiki synopsis. At the wedding reception, Bowser intends to execute all of his prisoners in lava in Peach's honour. He mm. even says that. He leans in and he thinks he's doing it. A nice touch. He's like, I'm going to sacrifice them all in your honour. She's, yeah. she's like, they're my friends. Yeah. Pretty bad. Really did. Uh, Toad smuggles an ice flower into Peach's bouquet, which he uses to freeze Bowser. Mario and Donkey Kong arrive and free the prisoners, with Mario using a tanuki suit to save Luigi. Now the tanuki suit. Is that the raccoon? Uh, an enraged Bowser frees himself and summons a bomber bill to destroy the Mushroom Kingdom. But Mario knocks it off course and directs it into the warp pipe where it detonates, creating a vacuum that causes everyone in Bowser's castle to be transported to Brooklyn. Yeah, you're right. It's the, it is the the uh, raccoon. So now all Pretty of a cute. sudden all these Nintendo characters are fighting down Main Street, Brooklyn. As they fight Bowser, Mario and Luigi grab the Superstar, which is, is what uh, Bowser initially took from the Penguin Kingdom mm, yeah. and never used. It's just been sitting there the whole time. He's been waiting to use it. Yeah. And uh, Mario and Lu- Luigi grab the star at the same time, both becoming invincible, then go on a killing spree. <laughs> Getting rid of all the Coopers. Then uh, they shrink Bowser with a mini mushroom and put him in a jar. Yes. And uh, Mario and Luigi are hailed as heroes and praised by Brooklyn's populace, including their parents and Spike, who were both very critical. Yeah. Until that point. Yeah, they really came around. They also brought all that trouble to Brooklyn. Yeah. They might, like, the net, it was a net loss Be- uh, before they brought all that true. trouble. You're right. They just. They saved the trouble they started, yeah, but left devastation in their wake. Uh, it's basically like all the Avengers movies. Uh, yeah. Afterwards, the brothers move to a house in the Mushroom Kingdom and begin a day of plumbing work. So they, yeah, they live in the Mushroom Kingdom at the end of the film, but they catch the tube back to Brooklyn. Yeah, you can sort of live, but you can sort of commute, I guess. Yeah, live between both. All wraps up nicely. Bowser gets his little, get a little piano in his little. Yes. Yeah, so there's jar. a. We see a song, and then they, it's revealed that he's, he's, he's singing in his jar, just rocking out. Great tune. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was all good fun. It was good fun. I um, yeah. Look, not without its faults. Of but course. If you go in, if you go in expecting a fun time, it's a fun time. Yeah. And if you go in expecting less than that, even better. Because <laughs> that's what <laughs> I think I went in going. It was just a, a movie that was on at the time. I had a couple of hours to kill. <laughs> So I'm glad I saw it because I, I don't know why I didn't realise that Donkey Kong would be in it. People mm. used to always bring these things to my attention, but I think uh, people have forgotten about old primates and that makes us <laughs> sad in the monkey It's house. like <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they'll, they've got to do a, a Donkey Kong spin-off, right? It's yeah. been so successful that, like, there's going to be Luigi movies, there's going to be Peach movies, Imagine there's going to be Donkey Kong Seth movies. Seth Rogen dragged in. Going, <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, we normally give the movie a banana score, Evan. How big's your bunch? How many bananas do you give it? It's a tough one to rate, right? Because it isn't a... It's not a masterpiece. But yeah, I think you've. I try and rate things for what they are. Yeah. Okay. If it if <laughs> if a movie's trying to be a work of art, then you rate it like that. Yeah, if it's okay. trying to be a fun popcorn film for kids, you rate it based on that. Yeah. Well, in that case, that's I'll, what I do. You can do whatever you like. I'll I'll give it four bananas out of a bunch of five. Why not? Four out of five, and yeah. they're how ripe are they? Um, they're getting there. I'm giving it five and a half out of seven, and they're quite right. Okay. Um, it's just a good fun, good fun film. Yeah. Now, we also normally uh, look at the DNA percentage because uh, sometimes, and some sort of <laughs> scientist, Andy Matthews, mm. once told us that primate, uh, I think maybe chimpanzees and humans share about 99 or 98% DNA. Uh-huh. How much of your own DNA do you see in Donkey Kong? Or Cranky uh, Kong or Diddy Kong? Well, I think I I think I share a lot in common with Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not who we're here to talk about. No, I suppose Mario's just he's, a, he's just another version of Andy from Toy Story. <laughs> who's your who's your favorite he's a primate, primate or Mario he's from a- Mario Brothers? <laughs> I'm not gonna stand for it, Evan. We're talking Donkey Kong, we're talking Cranky Kong or Diddy Kong. Um I um yeah, I don't know. Donkey Kong. I I um I I I, 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 I see where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um Kong Kingdom. Okay, yes. <laughs> you know what, man? I I think it's like a 60%. Yeah. I I uh I I'm not I'm not the I I don't have his his buffness. But you are not the big and the strong. I would say of people I know, you'd be the most ape strength like person. Interesting. I think you've you've got a gorilla's physique. I'm, I'm you're a brute of a man. I'm reasonably strong, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have to be. You're doing all the shooting and stuff that we do. Yeah. Moving around gear all the time. I feel like you're a real Ned Flanders type. Maybe I'm underselling Unsuspecting, myself. Unsuspecting, maybe. I'm- but if you whip the shirt off, <laughs> um, 
Oh look, mate. I I I. All right. Look, maybe it's a seventy. I I've I never wear a tie. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's obviously lose some percentage there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, personally, I love wearing a tie. Uh, I also uh, love punching on with plumbers. <laughs> My brother's a plumber, <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I um. I've got red hair, not brown. Mm. If, it, if it was an orangutan, it'd be higher. So that's why I've got it at sixty nine percent. Great, nice. Now I've got a few. Just uh, reminded me, I've got to chase up a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> it was it makes it all worthwhile that we got together today. <laughs> um, there's a a form in the show notes that you can fill out, dear listeners, uh, with any facts or questions or suggestions. I went through the suggestion at no one has suggested this film. Really? Someone suggested the 90s one, but uh, no uh, one suggested this one. Maybe we should look at the 90s one. I haven't yeah. seen it either, yeah. Maybe that's something we should do. But we've really got to get onto the um, Indiana Jones films. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them and I'm so so keen to yeah, see them. Same. And especially with the new one coming out. Be great to get it. Yeah, yeah, we should try and do those next. And we know we've still got to do the second half of the Hitman series. <laughs> we know. And the Umbrella Academy <laughs> Series 3. We'll do that by the time Series 4 comes out. Promise. <laughs> anyway, here's a couple of facts and questions. This one comes from Cumdoy from Auckland in New Zealand mm. who writes, what's your favourite movie or TV show that's been adapted from something you previously enjoyed? I'll go first if you don't mind, Evan. Sure. This is still what Cumdoy is saying. Mm. I'd love to say Lord of the Rings, but I haven't read the books. Unfortunately, my answer is probably going to have to be the Mortal Kombat film from 1997, closely followed by the Harry Potter film series. There are also many better films that are adaptations, but I haven't consumed the original media of them. I'd love mm. to know your answers. P.S. Toy Story is an original IP, so get creative, Evan. That's true. It is, Yeah. Fully original. I think it was the last original IP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I'll say uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Really? I thought Charlie Day was great as, as yeah, Luigi. Yeah, I, I felt a bit underused, but it, yeah. he's, he's great. I like Charlie Day a lot. Um, I mean, The Last of Us was so good, right? That 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 was a standout. I haven't um, seen it. Damn. You should watch it. Okay. Um, you. I mean, you don't need to play the game to watch it. Um, but it's it's nice to play the game and then watch it and be like, yes, they've done a good job of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good. I can't think of anything else. What's something else? Um, what is something that I've seen before and watched again? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. That's tough on the spot. I'm sure there would be. I'm trying to think of other games. Usually game adaptations don't go so well. Yeah. Um, which is why The Last of Us was, I, I think it was that same thing of expectations, right? Like you, you you go in thinking like, all right. I haven't watched Halo, for example, the series, the Halo series. Like it's, pro- it's probably not going to be very good. Um, what about, would um, uh, Andor count? Is it um, like a newer Star Wars show? I, I really liked Andor. I mean, it's not, it's not directly, it's not an adaptation. Yeah, yeah. It's more of an extension. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. But there was oh Gotham. Good. I've been really enjoying Gotham. Does that count? I don't know because I like I suppose. like Batman, I've, but I've it's really sort of like Gotham. prequel. It's like young Batman. Yeah, is what it could have been called. I quite liked the latest Batman with Robert, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I like that. It just felt like it w- I would have chopped out half an hour, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it was long for sure. But it, I, I, I think thought the m- Super Mario was- Brothers ninety minutes. Now <laughs> we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Although, I'd, yeah, depending, I don't mind a long movie sometimes, <laughs> but that one. I could really feel it. Did you see it in the cinema? No. Right. I saw it lying 
on my bed. <laughs> so maybe maybe that's maybe not how Matt sleep. Reeves intended it <laughs> to be seen. Or is it? I don't know. I don't know Matt Reeves. So you got to wait for the director's cut. Uh, we'll keep that question purring in the back of your mind while I read out Olga Atkin from Somerset in the UK's message writing, more of a fact slash request to shout out that my brother Noah has, be- has just recently been accepted into a PhD at Cambridge College to study primates. Whoa. His course title is Biological and Biological Anthropology, Apes in the... Anthropocene, oh, my God, why are you doing this to me, Olga? Basically looking at the global impacts on primates. He's particularly interested in researching the flanges in male orangutans. They're the big big uh, plate faces. Yeah, right. Oh, that's cool. Thanks for the awesome pod. It means I actually don't have to pretend too much when we discuss primates at home. <laughs> oh, Olga, that's fantastic. I hope I hope you've uh, found us again after this little bit of a break. Um but yeah, that's so cool. I'd love to hear more. Olga. Yeah, send us an email, and um, yeah, maybe he'd be a good guest, perhaps. Mm. Uh, and the last thing we need to do is uh, read out a couple of reviews because if we get a five star review, we will read them out on the show. And since last time we've done one, there's been a few that have come in. This five star review is called "Dance Monkey Dance," and it's by. We should do an episode on that song. Oh, that's true. Do you there's, there's an hour of material in that? I think that could be. <laughs> uh, this one comes from Hendizzle Sizzle. Hendizzle Slizzle, maybe, uh, from the US. Been listening to Do Go On for a while, which is another podcast I host, mm. and never came around to primates until recently. Very funny and irreverent as always. Please review any which way you can. It stars Clint Eastwood and an orangutan named Clyde. It's as ridiculous as it sounds. I'm pretty sure we did do that. Didn't did we? we? I don't think I... Maybe that was before your time. I yeah, remember maybe. maybe Cameron James and Ben Russell maybe did oh. an episode about that. So, check that out. Hen Dizzle Slizzle. <laughs> uh, I might be misremembering, but I think that's right. This one, Five Star Reviews says, thanks for the laughs. The entire Dugan network, of which this is a part of, <laughs> has been a great source for helping me get through some tough times. Thanks all. I don't want to compliment too heavily and make you all uncomfortable, so I'll just say my favourite ape is Gary the Monster from the Adam Sandler classic Little Nicky. Oh. Who doesn't love Tartars? That's from Prince O'Dollar, also from the US. I don't think I've seen Little Nicky. I haven't either. That's another one we should be putting on the list. Yeah. I saw Big Daddy. Uh, this one comes from J.B. Weber from also the U.S. writing, uh, glad to see more primates. Always glad to see new episodes of primates, however however sporadic they may be. I understand Matt Stewart is a very, very busy man. <laughs> sort of. It's funny. It seems like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> it comes in waves. I've got time right now. Uh, but I'm always glad to see him find the time to talk about his true passion primates, which includes monkeys, gorillas, and if Evan is around, Andy from Toy Story. <laughs> he certainly is around. <laughs> And the last one we've got to catch up on comes from the Dan Faulkner from Great Britain, writing, absolutely amazing. Love the pod and always make sure it's at the top of my listen list when there's a new episode. If you ever do another music-based episode, I'd love to recommend the song Another Postcard by Bad Naked Ladies. Hmm. What was their big hit? Are they Flagpole Sitter? I get get them and another band confused. I think that's right. As I think you'll love and be surprised by how many chimps make an appearance. Can't wait for the next episode, Dan Faulkner. On you, Dan. Appreciate that. They did one week. One week. That's one I'm thinking. Flagpole Sit is a, a probably a song that came out around the same time. Um, Harvey what's, what's Danger. What song did they suggest? 
Uh, they suggested another postcard. Huh. Should yeah. we, we should do a music episode sometime. But someone's going to remind me of these things that I've been <laughs> saying that we should do. Yeah. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of the episode, Evan. It's a mm. short one, but a sweet one this week. Uh, but hopefully we'll be back soonish. It's really, um, yeah, it's just a, a time thing. And Evan is, if you call me busy, Evan is busy times 10 <laughs> compared to me. Uh, but whenever Evan's free, we will get another one of these out. But, yeah, there's mm. a few little series we want to do. Uh, Indiana Jones. Me and Dave were talking about doing a spin-off podcast about Nick Cage movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, despite all my rage, I'm still a fan of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and we we're going to do The Rock, Con Air and Face Off. Yeah, nice. If you're around for those. And then, yeah, Umbrella Academy. Still got to do the second part of Hit Monkey. Yep. There's a lot of things still to do. Yep. And, uh, yeah. There's a new Kong versus Godzilla coming out. I just saw that. I was thinking of Primates when I saw the news. Is it? It's Netflix doing an animated series. Is that what it is? Oh, I'm not is sure. It? I thought it was a film, but maybe there's probably more than one thing going on. There probably is. I think Netflix. I think there's an animated Kong series. Now, Evan, uh, where can people find you? The Gamey Games out weekly again. Fridays Australian time. Uh, oh no, it's weekly, out live Fridays. Yeah, so we stream it for on live on Twitch on Friday nights. Um, at twitch.tv slash show, I think, and then where uh, it comes out on YouTube on Monday mornings, all edited and ready to view in a more edited way. Um, so you can, yeah, tune in live on Friday nights or watch, or watch it edited on uh, Monday mornings. Gamey, gamey game. Great show. Mm. Uh, people can find Primates at Primates Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. And But, yeah, the, the best way to contact me is in the form below, or via uh, five-star reviews. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'll read all that stuff out on the show. Uh, what a great pleasure it is to be back in the Monkey House, Evan. I love yeah. it here. Yeah. And the, I think my favourite uh, listeners of any of the podcasts are the Primates fans. They're the best. <laughs> they are the so best. I'm so glad to be chatting to them again. Now, Evan, before we go, what do we always say here to finish Primates? Uh Smash that coffee, boss. (laughs) Goodbye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 